Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We are really excited to have you here in the studio with us today. We are excited to dive right in to this episode with a Lewis quote. Mm -hmm. You guys, I am so excited about this. It has been a little bit, not since we've mentioned Lewis, but since we have started with one of his quotes and just gone from there and let his words kind of guide us into the topic of conversation at hand. And so we are really excited to begin with that. And it's one that I have read many times, contemplated since the first time I really read it, mm-hmm. and one that I think about often. So I hope that it is an encouragement to you guys. This is kind of a motivational, challenging, let's get serious about Jesus kind of episode. And mm-hmm. I think that we are in need of this as we will chat a little bit more about in this episode. We are coming to the end of February now. I think we're all just kind of probably in that position where you're losing some of your new year motivation and yeah. you're losing sight of some of your goals that you set at the beginning of the year, your passions, your intentions for the year. You know, who knows? Maybe your new year's resolutions have totally gone by the wayside. I have no idea. Maybe you're killing it. You could be killing it as well. And props to you because um, we're not. I think that so. some of us are struggling in that area right now. Yes. And so we just want to chat a little bit about that today and talk about how sometimes we need to really just get down to our work and we need to focus on what is the task at hand? What are we meant to be doing in this moment? And how is that going to impact the month? How is Mm -hmm. that going to impact the year ahead? Kind of looking at it in that way instead of just looking at things like nothing matters. I've just, I'm just going to give up and, you know, there's never going to be a perfect time to do this. So whatever it is, what it is. That's the mindset and kind of the attitude we can have towards a lot of our goals and a lot of the things that we want to increase in in our spiritual life and we can just kind of tend to give up and to ignore the fact that we really just need to surrender more Mm -hmm. and to be more invested in what the Lord has for us than what we want ourselves or what our desires might be. So with all of that said, Maddie's going to catch us up on just a couple different things that have been going on recently, a couple podcast episodes that you may have missed recently, and we will jump right into this episode. Okay, so nothing super out of the ordinary to update anyone on. We've got a few new blog posts. If you guys haven't seen that, make sure that you go and check out the blog. Uh, We've had a few good ones recently. Mom just wrote one. We've got a couple of other really great ones that have just been encouraging to us and we hope have been encouraging to you guys. Then obviously make sure that you guys are staying up to date on our Instagram. That is where you can get a lot of different updates about uh, just kind of what we're doing and also just get at least one one encouraging quote a day. We try to always post one quote on our Instagram story every day and we hope that those can also be encouraging to you just throughout the week and something that you can think about, maybe something you can use for your phone wallpaper as a good reminder or something like that. We always try and make that stuff available to you guys for that extra dose of motivation because I know that we can all use that sometimes. So, 
Make sure that you are following us on Instagram. If you're not, then obviously make sure that you're caught up on all our recent podcast episodes. We've had a couple of interesting ones lately. We've had two episodes that were kind of like rapid fire question episodes, but a little bit different. I will let you guys go check those out to see how they are different. Mm -hmm. And then dad and I recorded an episode a couple weeks ago that was really great uh, going into some uh, spring and summer activities and just kind of diving into why 21st century families are so disconnected from one another and uh, one of the main things that's causing that disconnect. So make sure that you go and listen to some of those episodes. They're really great. The two rapid fire ones are a little bit more lighthearted and then me and dad, you know, we went full send with the other episodes. So depending on what you want today, some uh, lightheartedness or some conviction, we've got it all covered for you guys. So make sure that you go and check those out. Alrighty guys, let's jump into this episode. Like I said, we are beginning with a quote by C.S. Lewis and this is from his book, The Weight of Glory, which if you have not read The Weight of Glory, just just go do it. What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? It is such a good book. And this is one of the quotes that I have been contemplating, like I said earlier, since I read it for the very first time. And he says, we are always falling in love or quarreling, looking for jobs or fearing to lose them, getting ill and recovering, following public affairs. If we let ourselves, we shall always be waiting for some distraction or other to end before we can really get down to our work. The only people who achieve much are those who want knowledge so badly that they seek it while the conditions are still unfavorable. Favorable conditions never come. And I just want to give us a second to really let that sink into our minds. What is Lewis saying in this quote? What what does he mean by favorable conditions never come? I think that this is something that a lot of us feel in our world today. We are Mm -hmm. so overstimulated by just the constant noise and the constant distractions that are around us. There's constant entertainment at our fingertips, and we just have so many different things going on in our daily lives, whether it be with work or school or your family or activities that you've signed up for, whatever it may be. We all have these different things that are going on that are really hard to get past in order to really get down to our work. Mm -hmm. And we have to get past them if we want to get down to our work. And don't get me wrong, you're still going to be able to get stuff done. You're still going to be able to, you know, tidy your house. You're still going to be able to get to work. You're still going to be able to do the things that you need to do without ridding yourself of all of those different distractions. Yeah. But are you really getting down to your work? And what I mean by that is not when you go to work, are you really accomplishing all that you could be? Mm -hmm. Or when you're doing school, are you being the most productive that you could be? That's not what I mean. What I mean by getting down to our work is the spiritual work because that is the real work. And we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast and the blog before that everything else is secondary. Right. Your job, your schooling, your family, even all of those things are secondary. And what is primary and what should be first in your life is Christ and living for him. And so when you're going to your job, you're going so that you can tell people about Jesus. You're going to be a light to them. You're going so that you can share the gospel with them at some point, hopefully during the day, during that week, whatever, so that you can be a good example to them. When you're writing school assignments, whether you're online, in person, whatever it may be for you, whatever your situation is, it should be so that you can discuss Jesus in the midst of the different things that you're studying. And you're trying to look for him in the 
midst of whatever you're doing with your school assignments. It should all revolve around Jesus and what he's done for us. It should not just be, okay, I'm going to work to just go to work and make money, mm-hmm. or I'm doing school just so that I can earn a degree and hopefully get a better paying job and whatever, move up on the corporate ladder. Those are not the reasons for why we do things, or they shouldn't be at least. But how often are they actually the reasons that we're doing things? And so what Lewis is saying here is that we're always waiting for some distraction or other to end before we really get down to our work and we really focus on the task that we have to do that the Lord himself has given us to do. What he ends the quote by stating is that favorable conditions never come. You're never going to have this perfect time where you can do school and you can work and you can spend time with your family and you can clean your house and you can, you know, do all the things that you need to do, be productive in your spiritual walk and all of these different things. There's never going to be a perfect time where you get all of that done. Yeah. Where things are not crazy, where life is not insane, where things don't come up randomly and unexpectedly. There are always going to be things that interrupt the things that you want to do, the things that you need to do. Mm -hmm. And this is so true, especially in our Christian walk. And I'm going to let Maddie chat a little bit about why that is, because I think that we as Christians are so distracted that we don't even see that we are distracted. We don't even recognize, we don't even get to the point where we see oh, like maybe there is something more meaningful for me to be doing. Maybe I do have purpose and I'm not fulfilling that right now. I think this quote has really been relatable for me this year because definitely at the start of the year, I was not in the mood to make this year something special or to make it anything that was super memorable. I didn't really want to push myself. I didn't want to. I was just kind of in this like depressive state where it was like, oh, what the heck? You know, why? Why plan the goals? Why try and create favorable conditions to function in? Why do this? Why do that? Then I did actually save this quote to one of my uh, like 2024 Pinterest boards. And it was definitely something that really convicted me because I was allowing so many other things to distract me, to make me feel like this year couldn't be something that changed the trajectory of my life even. But I think that that's kind of how we need to go into every new year as like, what could happen this year? What could the Lord do this year? What could we achieve this year that can impact eternity and can impact the people around us? What can we do to increase the kingdom, to bring more people to Jesus, to really thrive in what we're doing, in the goals that we set for ourselves? So this quote definitely convicted me in that area because I was definitely 110% waiting for the favorable conditions to come. And I think in some ways I still am waiting for the favorable conditions, which is, you know, weird how we all tend to do that because you know that they're never going to come. We don't actually need C.S. Lewis to tell us that the favorable conditions are never going to come. We know that because we've lived life and that's just kind of how things go. But I think that he puts it really well in this quote in terms of just reminding us that you need to thrive in what you're doing now. You need to stop letting yourself get distracted by wanting everything to be perfect because you live in a sinful and fallen world where nothing is going to be perfect ever. And you just have to kind of get over that and say, Lord, I want you to use me in whatever way you see fit. And I want you to do with me whatever you want, because I know that even though these may not be the most favorable conditions, you can make them way, way better as long as I am functioning in your plan. And I think that's kind of the mindset that we need to have 
especially going into, I feel like March is kind of a month where we're all like, I almost feel like March is the decision month where it's like, okay, are we gonna really get serious about those goals that we set that maybe we haven't been as serious about in January and February? Or it's that spot in the year where you make the permanent decision to just kind of give up on those goals. And I am definitely the person that then permanently gives up on the goals. It is a character flaw of mine. But I think going into March, we need to have this kind of mindset that C.S. Lewis lays out in this quote in that we are not going to allow ourselves to be distracted in that, yes, while all of these things are going on, all of these things that continue to happen as we go about our lives, we get to decide how we live, how we react to those things, how we stay focused on our goals, how we stay focused on the Lord. No one is going to do that for you. No one is going to encourage you to do that, honestly. In the church, we say a lot like, yes, go, follow Jesus, do this, do that. But how much do we really enable people to do that as much as we possibly can? We don't really. We tell people that, but then we don't necessarily want to get into the nitty gritty details of actually helping people do that, displaying that to them. We all just want to be like, oh, yes, you go, girl. Like, you go tell people about Jesus. You do this, do that, but leave me out of it. Mm -hmm. And that can kind of be our tendency in the church. But then I also think that can be our tendency in life. We expect we expect people either to show us how to do things, to hold our hand and to say like, come on, follow me. I'll just demonstrate this for you. And this is definitely a very 21st century mindset. Me and dad talked about this a little bit in our episode in that the world has kind of molded our minds to rely on the world in every area and to rely on someone else to tell us what to do, how to think where to be, how to spend our time. Whereas I think that as Christians, especially, we should be going directly to Jesus for those things. And that's a very simple thing that we all hear a lot, I know. But what if we actually took that seriously? What if we actually said, Lord, these are not the most favorable conditions, but that doesn't matter to you. That doesn't make a difference to what you can do for me and what you can do through me. I think that's the kind of mindset that we need to have going into March. It's definitely a month where you can allow yourself to either get super depressed about not achieving your goals or in the rare case, we can kind of get things turned around and say, nope, just because it's March and not January anymore, I'm still going to achieve my goals. I'm still going to do the things that I expected of myself at the beginning of the year and I am going to really pour my all into that and be the person that I wanted to be, that I felt called to be at the beginning of this year. Because I think that if we all took the advice that we gave in our like very first episode of this year, hopefully we were all laying out our goals with our spiritual lives in mind and with the calling that the Lord has given us in mind. Hopefully we did not just make those goals simply for ourselves and doing what we want to do. But I would encourage you that even though it's March, you can treat this like a new year just because it's a new month, you can treat this like a new year in outlining new goals for yourself, making them more realistic, maybe actually covering them in prayer and saying like, Lord, I really want to achieve the things that you want me to achieve this year. I don't want to just continue waiting for favorable conditions to follow you. Because I think that that is what Lewis is really trying to get at in this quote. It's not necessarily just achieving our goals and being good people and doing our jobs to the best of our ability. All of those things are super important, obviously. But I think what he's really getting at here is we are constantly waiting for more favorable conditions to truly follow Jesus. It's like, well, 
life is really stressful right now. I have a lot to do. My days are pretty full. So I think Bible study is just going to have to wait. Or I'm just going to have to start skipping Wednesday nights because work is like taking over and it's just really hard right now. The kids need to be in bed a little bit earlier and, you know, they're getting cranky and I'm not getting enough sleep or, you know, we come up with all of these various excuses. And a lot of the times we are the ones making the unfavorable conditions in that we are choosing to allow work to take over our lives. We are choosing not to set boundaries with people maybe, or we're choosing to stick our kids in front of a screen all day so that when we do want to put them to bed at a decent time, they're overstimulated and they are just busy and they're not tired and, you know, all of these different things. We often create those conditions for ourselves. And then I think that translates into our spiritual lives because then we're like, okay, well, it's just really hard for me right now, Lord. I just don't know, like, how I'm going to make all this work. And we choose to prioritize other things above our relationship with Jesus ultimately, which is a grave, grave mistake, especially when you are trying to achieve great things and you're trying to make the most of your life because when we try and do that on our own, I think the conditions just continue to be more unfavorable as we go on because there are consequences to our actions and if those actions are not eternally minded, then the consequences typically are not going to be eternally minded. They're not going to be eternally impactful. They're not going to be eternally satisfying. So I think that going into March, one thing that I'm trying to remember is all of these other things may continue happening over and over and over again. But the one thing that also needs to continue happening is my prioritization of Jesus. That is the thing that has to keep happening. Whether anything else does, whether anything else changes, that is the thing that must be prioritized. And I will always make the conditions favorable enough to follow Jesus as much as I possibly can. When we start to prioritize Jesus and we start to say, Lord, use me, make me a good influence for people, let me expand your kingdom, then the Lord is going to help you with those unfavorable conditions. I think he's really going to help you to narrow down your priorities and to help you see what is and isn't important, what is most important and what is totally not necessary and what we should be ignoring or cutting out of our schedule. I think that often we can make it so that we feel like that's all on us. We're the ones that have to make everything perfect when in reality it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be Christ-centered and then I think everything else will fall into place. It may not happen immediately. It may not be easy. It may not be fun. But I think that ultimately the Lord is going to make it so that when you're prioritizing him, you are being rewarded for that in feeling satisfaction with the way that you're spending time with him, in having more wisdom in situations, and in him just blessing you in various ways. And sometimes those blessings are simply you feel closer to him. I'm not preaching some prosperity gospel or anything, but I think that the Lord really does bless us when we choose to prioritize him and we choose to say that, okay, it may not be super convenient for me to go to a Wednesday night small group tonight. It may really hurt me tomorrow because I didn't get all the work done that I really wanted to or, you know, fill in the blank for yourself because I know that there are various things for all of us, but I'm going to choose to prioritize Jesus in this area. And I think that the Lord is going to give you more peace ultimately when you choose to do that and when you choose to prioritize him above everything else. Mm -hmm. I think the key really is that we have to be disciplined. It all comes down to that. And we don't want to tell people that in the Christian realm. We don't want to tell them in the midst of discipling them or whatever that, hey, like this is going to be really difficult and this is going to be probably the hardest thing you ever do in your life. But 
you have to become self-disciplined in order for this to really work. And you don't have to prioritize all of these different things that you are prioritizing right now. That is not key. That is not going to help you to accomplish much, which is what Lewis is saying here. Those who accomplish much are the ones who seek knowledge, who seek after Jesus, who seek him in every situation, even when it's not favorable, even when it's not easy, even when it's not working out exactly how you expected it to or wanted it to. You have to be the one who decides this really is my priority and he alone is the one that I'm going to focus on. And when I do that, then everything else falls into place. You have all of your other priorities, all of the other things that are important in your life that you were prioritizing ahead of Christ, suddenly those start to become even better than they were when you were prioritizing them more. I know that that is such a weird mindset to have and just a weird thing to contemplate and to think about because in our world we're told no you have to prioritize all of these different things you know if you don't have at least 10 priorities a day then you're failing and you're falling behind and you're not being productive and you're not being successful and you're not living up to your potential no like that's that's not the truth at all and we have to rid ourselves of that mindset in christianity the only thing that is needful is him the only thing that is needful is him Once you get that through your mind and you fully start to live for him in a way that you haven't before and you're no longer living waist deep. I listened to a song while I was working out this morning by Chris Renzima, big big shocker, right? That's called Caught in the Reeds. And it's about Moses and how he, you know, doubts the Lord's goodness, even though he's seen the Red Sea part in front of him. And he's, you know, seen the Lord provide manna and water from the rock. And, you know, he's seen all of these things. It's almost like this confession, like Chris Renzima is singing as if he's Moses, where he states in the chorus that he's been living waist deep his whole life and that he wants more. And so it's just kind of this prayer for us, at least for me in a way, that I don't want to live waist deep anymore. I don't want to be the one who sees all of these things, sees the Lord work in miraculous ways and feels his presence and has the Holy Spirit inside of me. And I just settle for living this waist deep Christianity my whole life. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. Why would any of us want that when you see what God can do and you experience the fullness of his presence and the satisfaction and the fulfillment that he gives us so freely and so abundantly? Why would you want to live waist deep when you can be fully immersed in him? That is what Lewis is saying. We have to seek him even when the conditions are not favorable, when things are not easy, when we are walking through trials, you still have to seek him. He still has to be your priority. You can't decide, oh, I'm just going to take a little break, you know, because that leads to a whole year. And then that leads to suddenly I'm not seeking the Lord at all during my week. And I feel like a lot of us, maybe you even started 2024 off really strong and you had good goals and you were kind of getting into a rhythm, a routine, and then you got comfortable and then you kind of fell away a little bit. And when I say fell away, I don't mean like it decided that you didn't want to follow Jesus anymore or something like that. Yeah. But you fell away as far as you're not putting as much effort in and you kind of become complacent. Mm-hmm. This is, let's just be real, this is the time of year that we tend to do that. 
it becomes really easy to just get stuck in a routine and to put everything else ahead of him. And if I get to my devotions later tonight, great. If I don't, it is what it is. And these are just things that happen in life. These are things that we have to be aware of. And like Maddie was talking about earlier, how do we in Christianity recognize, okay, the world's main goal is to distract me. How do I stay focused? How do I actually live a fulfilling and abundant life for the Lord when everything is being shoved in my face like, do this, do that. No, pay attention to this. No, you have to worry about this. No, you have to get this done. How do I only have one priority, which is Jesus? And how do I focus on that? And how do I do that? And it's much more simple than I think we realize, but it is also a lot harder than we realize. Mm -hmm. The simplicity does not make it easier. And I think that we tend to think that as well. We think that, well, if something is simple, then it's easy. No, it's not. Oftentimes, the simplest things are the hardest things in life. That is the fact that we just have to become disciplined and we have to choose to stay focused and to make sure that we are where we need to be spiritually and that the rest will take care of itself. And it doesn't mean that you still don't have to go to work or that you still don't yeah. have to get your school assignments done or whatever. Like I am in the thick of finals week and I'm stressed. I am overwhelmed. But you know what? I'm not letting myself skip devotions this week. I'm not letting myself not record. I'm not letting myself not do Bible study or be a part of the other small groups that I'm involved in and participate in those. I'm not letting myself let those things slide and ignore those things just so that I can do school. Yeah. Because I know that the enemy takes full advantage of that. Even though school isn't bad, he takes full advantage of, oh, well, okay, you're willing to let that slide this once. Are you willing to let it slide again? Then we get stuck in a cycle of complacency and we don't live out the life that God intends for us to. And so that's what we wanted to just share with you guys today, that the favorable conditions are not going to come. But yet, in the middle of your trial, in the middle of the chaos around you, in the middle of all of the distractions that the world wants to throw at us, we can live a fulfilling life. We can live a purposeful life. We can live an intentional life. And in fact, that's what Jesus has called us to. And his life is really the perfect model for that. You see him pouring into people, preaching. He's doing all of these different things. He's healing people. He's traveling. He's teaching. He's doing all these things, but yet he is very intentional about the things that he's doing. Mm -hmm. And it is all for the glory of the Father. And so let's model our lives after him. And even though he was being productive and he was getting things done, his main goal and his main focus was to glorify the Father and to build up the kingdom. And so I think that maybe that would serve us well if we had the same mindset in our everyday lives. I wanted to wrap up this episode with a verse from Proverbs 14. This is verse 23, super short, but when I read it, I just thought that it was very relevant to the topic that we were talking about today. So it says, in all toil, there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. Mm -hmm. I think this is especially relevant when talking about our spiritual lives. As we have discussed in this episode, we need to stop simply talking about the unfavorable conditions. We need to stop talking about the things that we want to do but just can't do right now. 
And we need to stop talking about, well, one day I'll get my life together. One day I'll start following Jesus a little bit better. One day I'll start doing this or that more. I'll start really, I'll start glorifying him more when I have more time to do that. We have got to toil instead of talk. We've got to work hard to prioritize him in our life. Like Lily said, it may be simple, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. And it doesn't mean that it's going to just automatically happen. Mm -hmm. Following Jesus does not automatically happen. Following Jesus is a radical decision that we have to make every single day without fail and we have to choose to prioritize him above all else and to say that if I get my personal Bible study done this morning, then I have been as productive as I absolutely have to be today. You may get some other things done. You may clean your house. You may talk to somebody. You may do all the other things, but that is your first priority. Or fill in the blank for yourself. Maybe you want to get better at your personal prayer life. Maybe you want to get better at being with other believers and talking about various things, getting into scripture together. I would obviously encourage all of you to find things like that that you'd like to improve on. Pray on those things. Let the Lord direct you in what area you really need to improve on. Then actually do it. Stop talking and start toiling. That needs to be our motto, especially going into March. I know that I have talked a big game in January and February, and I have tried to achieve some things, and then I have allowed myself to just forget about those things and dwell in self-pity and be like, oh, well, things are hard right now. Nothing's the same as it was in 2023. All these things are changing. I don't know how to adjust my routines to those different things. I don't know where I'm going to be in April. I don't know how things are going to pan out. And so maybe I should just give up. And that is absolutely not the mindset that we should have. We should have the toil, don't talk mindset going into March, going into April, going into every month hereafter. And that should be our ultimate goal when it comes to our spiritual lives. Toil, don't talk. Get things done. Work hard. Prioritize Jesus. Pray more. Study more. Talk with other believers more. Do more to increase the kingdom and do more of what Jesus really wants you to be doing. Because let's be honest, we're all doing things he doesn't want us to be doing right now. And we all know it. And that's the worst part of it. We all know that there are things that we should not be prioritizing as much as we are. There are for sure some things in my life that I know I should not be doing as much of as I am. And I am going to allow this episode to motivate me to stop that, to stop talking, start toiling, to really put in some work to my relationship with Jesus because even the best of us can get wrapped up in life and can get wrapped up in the unfavorable conditions and can get wrapped up in the things that have to happen every day that we forget what really needs to happen every day, what really does have to happen every day, which is spending time with Jesus and doing what he calls us to do. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, that it was a little bit convicting, maybe motivating for you guys. Let's make it our goal together to really strive after this today, to strive after following Jesus, even in the most unfavorable conditions. So we are going to wrap this episode up in prayer. So please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you for giving us the opportunity to just uh, talk about some of the different things that we've been thinking about and to just kind of discuss this quote and discuss some of the things that we have been contemplating and some of the things that we've been doing in our lives. And 
I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to go into March with kind of a new mindset and a new motivation to follow you and to chase after the things of you. And I pray that you would just really help us to seek your will for our lives, that we would not continue to seek our own will, but that we would prioritize you above all else and that we would just allow you to direct us in everything that we're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys.